0: I'm Madison,
1: and I'm Emily, and this is the Hockey Trash Cast. And this week, we're gonna scream incoherently for four hours about how the NHL is garbage.
0: Yeehaw. Alright, let's start with some good stuff, just to, like, get that out of the way, maybe? And then we can move on to the bad stuff. Mile High Dreams Gala video's out.
1: It was real cute. Andre Burakovsky, real cute.
0: He's a cutie. Yeah.
1: They gave some really hilarious, like, captions on everyone's names in the video. So, like, <laughs> Kyle McCarr, just here to network. <laughs> Jake T. Kuffer has the night off.
0: <laughs>
1: Matt Nieto, <laughs> <Miedo>. he's
0: good. <laughs> Mark Barbario has only played golf once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mika Randin, fond of shrimp.
0: It was very cute.
1: We right. did get this. Is like the at least the second year of featuring Miko eating fish of some variety. I think it's been shrimp.
0: Was, Wasn't it shrimp last year too? No, it was the salmon. Oh, and he fed you're it right. And
1: Joe's key and then Joe's is like, "Yep, now I have fish bread."
0: I mean, he's finished. Like, of course, he eats a lot of fish.
1: Yeah,
0: it's like standard Finnish cuisine.
1: Yep, he didn't realize it was a shrimp slider, though.
0: A fool. A fool eats indiscriminately.
1: i love him.
0: Uh, other good news: Kale McCarr, third star of the week. That's my boy.
1: He's so good. He's got, I think, eighteen points in eighteen games.
0: He's like
1: which, like. Literally every defenseman who's ever done that is in the Hall of Fame, yeah. so, like, that's a strong start.
0: Yeah, he's just, like, an elite rookie, like, anyone he's, who says that they expected this performance out of Camel Carr is lying, because, like, it's so above and beyond. No one
1: expected this level,
0: like. No, like, I knew he was gonna be elite, but, like, this is, like, hyper elite, like, the, yeah, like. I mean when they put pull up people whose like records he's like close to breaking or that he's like on par with in the rookie seasons, they're all Hall of Famers and you're just like, oh my god, like we're watching the beginning of like someone truly great here.
1: Yeah. He's second in points on the team. Nathan McKinnon has twenty nine, Kale McCarr has twenty two, Andre Burkovsky in third with sixteen. Like
0: he's not like, a forward. Like oh yeah, my as god, as a
1: defenseman, and he's he a has, good.
0: He's good he, at defense too. Like, yeah, he has the most assists
1: of anyone on our team.
0: He's elite. Oh my it's god, nuts.
1: He also had the assist on like probably ninety percent of Nathan McKinnon's goals.
0: Yeah, especially like since Gabe and Miko have been out, like.
1: Like, fucking dream team right there. Absolutely. I love it so much.
0: Such a fan. Um, Matt Calvert got 100 assists.
1: We're very proud of him. That's our dad.
0: That's my dad. Um, the last most important good thing from this week, Don Cherry got fired. But what?
1: the hockey gods he's fucking garbage he should have been fired literal decades ago but apparently when like everyone in sports comes forward and is like um that was real shitty they actually listen
0: yeah so uh get fucked He gone <laughs> bye bitch He went on Tucker Carlson to try to defend himself. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. Like, the racist really jumped out (laughs) Right? Right? It was so (laughs) bad. If you want people to think you're not a racist piece of garbage, don't go on TV with, like, a very well-known racist piece of garbage.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't even, like... Not a good look, bro. Also, Don Cherry's on Canadian media. Like, why are you going to American media to try to defend yourself? Like, oh my god. What the fuck? Is Don Cherry trying to get a spot on Fox News? Like, what is Stop. happening?
1: Stop. That is incredibly cursed. That's up there with your Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon should get in a fight idea level of cursed.
0: <laughs> like, look, at, at this point, the NHL is so much more cursed than, like, I can possibly, like, like,
1: Like, I couldn't
0: come up with any of the narratives that are happening right now. Like, they're all so bad.
1: We just need to cancel this season. Like, it just needs to the stop. The
0: gods are giving us some pretty fucking clear signs that this season needs to end. Like, it,
1: like something is not right. The I don't hockey know, gods
0: like, are mad. I don't know yeah, at don't what know. or who, but they're mad. Yeah, it's... They have been angered.
1: They they are real pissed.
0: Yeah, Um. so yeah, Don Terry's a racist piece of shit, and he's gone. And we'll never have to listen to his hot takes. Again, we probably will. And He'll probably still yeah. say them.
1: They're getting rid of Coach's Corner. Bye. Who knows what they're gonna do for first intermission of Hockey Night in Canada, but... We won't have to see Don Cherry's Ugly Mugs, so...
0: Congrats. Yay.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like this also falls in the good news category. So, there were literally 15 hockey games last night, so people probably may may have missed this, but um, there was a full line brawl including goalies. In the Coyotes-Flames game. I heard about that. And this. Marcy Kemper got in a fight with Matthew Kachuk. And then David Riddich skated all the way across the ice to join in.
0: And it, it was wild. When's the last time that that's happened? Like, I haven't seen a goalie leave the crease for a fight since, like, what, like, Patrick Wall? Like, those are, are, like, ancient days. Like, there. I'm sure other people have done it, but, like, that was kind of Patrick Walsh's thing, like. But
1: Kemper got a double minor for that. I think he got roughing and instigating, and then Ridditch got two for crossing the blue line. Yeah. crossing the line. So, that was wild. I literally opened Twitter and saw, like, a hundred people screaming about it. I was like, okay, so I don't know what's happening in calgary or arizona or wherever the fuck this game is but uh
0: yeah something's going on yeah that's anarchy um this isn't hockey related but like what is it with line brawls in sports right now because did you hear about the browns
1: yes when he fucking bashed that dude's head with his helmet
0: that it's bad that was
1: really bad like that was terrible But he's suspended for the rest of the season and
0: playoffs, I think. I mean, they weren't going to go to the playoffs anyway, but yeah.
1: Um, Still. He might get
0: suspended for some of next season. They were on another, like, other hockey commentators that I know of have compared it to kind of like Todd Bertuzzi shit. I
1: saw multiple people. It was – I feel like that's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah,
0: I agree because, like, Todd Bertuzzi, like – Actively tried to kill someone on the ice, um, as opposed yeah. to like this guy, like in the heat of the moment, tried to kill someone. So the difference is really premeditated versus like crime of passion. But like both still, I think, deserve assault charges. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah so, no, that
1: could a- absolutely be like brought to criminal court.
0: Um, the guy who got hit in the head with his helmet chose not to press charges. But also, um, I guess, like, the part of the helmet he was hit with is, like, the softest possible part of a football helmet. Good. Which is why he's okay. Because, um, like, if another part of the helmet had hit him full on, like, he could have died. And then this would what be a completely different topic.
1: He, like,
0: he could have, like, died on the field. And that would have been yeah. a different story altogether. Because then we would be talking murder charges.
1: Yeah. So then it really would be like the Todd Bertuzzi incident.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. That's wild. Crazy shit's happening in sports yeah, sport, right now.
1: The, the universe is telling us that sports were a mistake and we need to just, like, cut that shit out.
0: Yeah. To so take a quick break before we get into, like, the real crazy sports shit that happened this week in hockey, CBS Power Rankings took an interesting turn this week and instead of like they ranked teams but instead of like describing the teams because not much has changed since last week they gave every team a new uh, goal song
1: yeah so the goal song has to be by a band from a local artist
0: so either the city or or province or state
1: but at least from like the area
0: It has to do, I think they said, I don't know how, like, accurate it is, but I think, like, the goal was for it to be something, like, depending on what area they supposedly represent. So, like, the Avalanche, you represent Colorado, so it doesn't have to be Denver-specific. But, like, the St. Louis Blues represent St. Louis. So, I think some of them...
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, the Islanders, you want to represent Long Island.
1: Yeah. So I feel like there's some good ones on here. I do appreciate the Bruins at number two with More Than a Feeling by Boston. That's
0: a great one. That's like, if the Dropkick Murphys weren't already killing it, like, I would absolutely agree that that should be their new song. Yeah. I do like Like, Uptown Girl. So that's
1: also the thing is, like, the Dropkick Murphys are also a dropkick.
0: Did he say that it had to be a new song? Let's see. No. What? Oh, then yeah, it should. They should have just kept the Bruins dropkick Murphys Then. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But it is what it whatever. is.
0: For the Islanders, it's Uptown Girl by Billy Joel, which would I actually be hella cute.
1: Song. That would be hilarious. Every um, time they score a goal, gonna it's like... I'm to be honest, oh. I have not heard Drunk on a Bike by SNFU. No. But um, I am 100% in favor of the Oilers having a goal song called Drunk on a Bike.
0: Yeah. For the Avs, they picked Gloria by the Lumineers, which is terrible Toys. Because that song's really slow. Yeah. It also, there
1: are so many. I would like to propose Don't Trust Me by 303.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, you go for, like, a Colorado song, like, go for, like, something obnoxious, like, 303, or, like, um, One Republic is also a Denver band, like. Um, yeah, or The Fray. The Fre- there's there's actually like some like prop like <laughs> the Lumineers are great but like maybe folk music isn't what you want to like get you pumped up through a score like a goal scored.
1: If you're gonna choose the Lumineers, go with like Hey Ho or something. Yes, Not like, Gore actually, Ho I don't Hey
0: would have like actually worked. Also, I don't know this song either, yeah. but for the Predators, it's Heat oh, wow. Wave by Diarrhea Planet, and I respect that.
1: <laughs> That's the most horrifying band name I've ever heard. Also,
0: like, way to um, pull that out Canucks? of Nashville. Like, there aren't so many artists from fucking Nashville.
1: <laughs> right? I feel like some of these are just supposed to be like low key burns on oh, some of the
0: 1000 percent
1: Um, so I do appreciate Summer of 69 by Brian Adams for the Canucks. I did not realize. Brian Adams was Canadian.
0: Yeah, that's news to me. I don't know why they changed the Golden Also, all these
1: things that I've done.
0: First of all, if you're going to choose this goal song by the killers, Mr. Brightside.
1: Secondly. Obviously. Not that I don't love all these things that I've done, but.
0: Yeah. um, I love the killers in general. But also, like... I think their goal song is Panic at the Disco right now, and they're also from Vegas. Yeah.
1: Also, like, you could literally make it, like, Vegas Lights by Panic at the Disco. I'm pretty
0: sure that is their song. (laughs) At least it's their win song, isn't it? Like, or at least it was at some point. Like, that's an easy one. Um...
1: The Sabres is Give It To Me Baby by Rick
0: James. Choose Super Freak, okay? Don't try too hard there. Like, if you're gonna do Rick James. That, oh my God, it could be Super Freak. <laughs> that would be amazing. For the Canadians, they suggested Everything yeah. Now by the Arcade Fire, and I do love the Arcade Fire. They're one of my favorite bands, and that would be I lit. Love, that would band actually band be super fun. fun. Yeah, that would be a fun I love song. that
1: they chose Yeah. I love that they chose a song by Pup for the Maple Leafs. Right? Like, you could have done break, but no, we're gonna go for some, like, DIY punk.
0: Yeah, I respect that. Um, Closer also, by Tegan and Sarah for the Flames almost makes me want to be a Flames fan. Good thing it's not yeah. actually their song.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please make all of the NHL goal songs gay.
0: I would love that. Closer, first of all, just an absolute banger. But, like, also that would... So, like, it it would be a great goal song. But, like, I love that. Get actual Keegan and Sarah to show up to games and just officially make hockey as gay as possible.
1: Oh, my God. Please. Um, The Flyers is the twist. (laughs) Which, like, I just want to see Gritty doing the twist. I just want to hear,
0: like, I would be... It would be... So fun to go to a hockey game and have every time they go it's like come on baby let's do the twist like i love that song like that be that would be really fun really and cute. like if the crowd got into it, yeah, it like fun. that could be a really cute goal song I agree Usually like that one Even yeah. if i do hate the flyers and yes gritty doing the twist like the possibilities are endless like <laughs> yes
1: truly The Hawks have Surrender by Cheap Trick, which is hilarious.
0: Because it's what they should do Mostly and also a great song.
1: <laughs> yes, correct. Um, so the Devils have Howl by gas- Gaslight Anthem, and I'm pretty sure that's somebody's goal song. It that might, might be. be the Coyotes' goal song.
0: Oh, probably. But like, it's
1: definitely an NHL song.
0: For the Wild, it's Let's Go Crazy by Prince, which, like, would legitimately be a great goal song for the Minnesota Wilds. Yeah. Like, as much as I hate them, that would be fire. Yes.
1: Um, Blue Jackets have Ohio by the Black Keys, who I guess are from Akron, not Columbus, but it's like, whatever, is it's from all Columbus?
0: Ohio. Like... Uh, for the Kings, like, it's I'll California I'll... Love by Tupac, which I think the Kings definitely use for some of their, like, celebration stuff. I've heard the song at Kings games before, but it's not their goal song. But that would be a good yeah. one. Because that song's a bop.
1: <laughs> I need to look this up because The Senators is The Depression Dance by Jim Bryson, And I don't know what it sounds like, but that literally is the perfect song for the Senators.
0: (laughs) That one was definitely picked on purpose to reflect how terrible the Senators are. Yes.
1: I think one of the Senators players got a hat trick this week and he was like the second player in Senators history to ever get a hat
0: trick. How is- does Eugene Melnick still have a job?
1: I truly don't know.
0: Alright. We've- we've covered all the good shit. Now let's- I don't even know like what order I want to talk about all these terrible things. But... Let's dive right in. Let's see. We've been Um, short-sighted this whole time. We've been nearsighted. We thought the Avs were cursed. That's wrong. It's much bigger than that. The entire fucking NHL is cursed. Just everyone. Like, every team has so many injuries right now. So many major players are injured right now. They're getting injured in the most audacious possible manners.
1: It's absurd. Like, one of the Flames players had a seizure on the ice at practice.
0: That's horrifying. Like, that's yeah. a, like, I read about that and I was like, is TJ Brody, I hope he's doing better now because that's horrifying like
1: yeah I think it was Giordano they interviewed him after and he's like that is legitimately the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life
0: well a seizure on ice is scary for like a lot of reasons cause like one you could hit your head two like like hard cause ice is hard yeah. Um, not that that's not always a failure but like then you've got skates on your feet so you could hurt someone else cause you're not in control of yourself like
1: yeah and like but like also thankfully it sounded like he was standing over by himself if he had been like running a drill like someone else could have skated into him yes like that's that could have been scary.
0: absolutely catastrophic very very scary and they i mean the flames aren't idiots they canceled the rest of practice they like got him in, in an ambulance and were like all right everyone go home because that's yeah traumatic for everyone involved but, yeah oh my god that's awful um, Sydney Crosby's out for six weeks With a sports hernia He's getting surgery
1: Wait. He's been putting off surgery for this long Because so many other Penguins players Were out that he didn't feel like He could leave the team
0: Yes Because he got injured during training camp apparently
1: Like Jesus Christ Sydney.
0: I looked up what a sports hernia was because I kept hearing sports hernia and I know what a hernia is and I was like, what the fuck's the difference? And I guess it's not as bad as a hernia, a proper hernia, but it can turn into a proper hernia if it goes untreated.
1: Also, you still have like intestines and things poking through muscle where they shouldn't go. Like...
0: Yes, still terrifying. So I guess he like tweaked it one night and they were like, Sid, you need to get this taken care of. Because it could get so much worse.
1: Um, Alexander Kerfoot has a broken face. Yes.
0: I said broken face and my mom said what? And I said sent her the article about his dental fractures. Which doesn't sound any less terrifying. Because we're not talking broken teeth. We're talking he's having facial surgery.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Nikita Zadorov, I don't know if we already talked about this, but he broke his jaw, and he's back, but, like, he broke his jaw. Yeah. That's horrifying. Um, But also, he broke his jaw when, like, he got high-sticked, and that wasn't called, so he was just, like, bleeding on the ice and kept playing because he had to. Yeah, so- he,
1: like, made the clear and skated off because they wouldn't blow play dead, when our fucking trainer was, like, running across the ice to get to him because he was bleeding from the face!
0: So, uh, yeah. Like, and that's super not cool, but the, it's not even just happening to the Avalanche. Like, this is, like, an NHL-wide problem because it also happened to the Predators. Who was it again? It was mm-hmm.
1: Dante Fabro. took a puck to the face and he's, like, writhing on the ice. It's, it's
0: horrifying.
1: horrifying to watch. He's bleeding all over the place. And, like, it took them time
0: mm-hmm.
1: to blow the play dead. They did, like, notice it. But.
0: Yeah, they ended up blowing the play dead, I think, before the Predators got control of the puck because they just yeah, I think decided, fuck it. Like, death. this needs to be taken care of. Um, but, yeah, but, that, yeah that, that fucked up because. Okay. I think there
1: was one other... I haven't seen it, but somebody mentioned another example, I think, on the Wild, maybe. Yeah. Where someone else took a hit to the face.
0: Um, But, I mean, the most... I think the most... um, The big one right now that is causing a lot of commotion, especially among Avs fans, is last night, with, like, two minutes to go in the last period, Matt Calvert took a puck to the face, was down on the ice bleeding profusely, couldn't get up. Tried
1: to get up and couldn't. Elias Pedersen, who is the one who shot the puck, is like standing like pointing to him like trying to get the ref's attention to be like um, this dude is not okay.
0: Yeah, like I don't, Pedersen didn't do anything wrong. Like it was just an unfortunate (laughs) circumstance. Like like, I'm not mad at the the Canucks. Like shit happens. Like that's something that happens. What I am mad about is that one, the refs should have just like come to their fucking senses and not let play continue for seventeen fucking seconds after that, um, because apparently the NHL rulebook says that it has to be a serious, a grave injury. And uh, yeah. I don't understand how a hit to the head and bleeding profusely yeah. isn't a so grave the, the injury. Thing
1: I've written is that in the event that a player is down and like doesn't get back up. Play continues until the injured player's team takes possession of the puck, unless they already have it and are have a scoring opportunity. But the refs are allowed at their own discretion to call play dead if it's like a serious injury.
0: So anyway, I hope I none of those refs fucking slept last the- night.
1: I would call bleeding from the head a serious injury. Like, yeah, like any hit, hit to the head is a serious, a serious injury. I'm to blow
0: the play dead. Like, that first of all, literally any hit to the head should be a serious injury. So, like, yeah. that rule should change because it shouldn't just be at ref's discretion. It should be if there's a hit to the head, play fucking stops.
1: Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And people are like, oh, well, you know, what if people are just faking it? I and literally don't like, care. Give the other team a fucking penalty shot if they're flopping.
0: Yeah, like, like you can figure get, that out. Like if you whistle play dead and they were faking, then yeah, you give the team a fucking penalty. If you whistle play dead and they're bleeding from the fucking head, then like you did the right thing. So yeah, fuck those refs. I hope they didn't fucking sleep last night because that's yeah. evil.
1: And they they interviewed. They, they were actually asking Nate about the goal that that. Canuck scored on that play, and he's like, Yeah, you know, Matt Calvert is basically the toughest guy in the NHL, and, like you know he's not faking it just for the whistle. Like he was down, that should have been blown dead.
0: Yes. And also I thought Nate made a lot of good points because he got interviewed about this a few times, because the game ultimately ended up going into overtime, and um the Nate killed that so fast, like less than a minute yeah. into overtime, he yeah. scored. He's yeah, it was ridiculous um, because he was like, I just wanted to get it fucking done because he was mad. <laughs> he was like yeah. screaming at the refs after the Canucks scored that goal, like screaming on the ice. Um, and yeah, they asked him about it. And he was like, if that he's like, that wouldn't happen in any other sport. Like in basketball, if fucking LeBron James was down bleeding, they would end the play like no yeah. other sport would just let that keep going. And so that role needs to change. And then he was also like if that was a star player that wouldn't have been happening. And like you know Nate knows full well that if that had been him on the ice, like play would have been whistled dead. Oh yeah.
1: And he did. He was like, you know, I get like the refs were following the rule and that rule needs to change. Yeah. I get that the refs are following the letter of the law, but like that rule is not written with the best interests of players in mind. And that's fucking bullshit. And also, and,
0: like, I don't give a fuck if that's how the rule's written. Like, at a certain point, common sense needs to just take over. Like, yeah, how absolutely. like, how do you just stare at, like, play continuing around someone who's just been hit in the head and is bleeding? And just, like, be like, oh, well, but the rules say, like, yeah, the rules are clearly wrong and someone's in danger. Like, I don't care. Like, The end of the game was so like made me so angry because I didn't even care about who won at this point. I was just like so livid that that had happened in the first place. Like he and
1: Canucks fans were all like that should have been blown dead. Like that was not okay.
0: I've seen a couple Canucks fans that have said shitty things about it, but I don't blame the group of Canucks fans because like yeah, yeah, overwhelmingly the response has been that was fucked up and that was bad. Uh, Bad call, like. The thing that makes me really mad at the refs is that so he finally gets taken off the ice is bleeding profusely, not okay, has to be helped off the ice and there's blood on the ice and they just resume play.
1: I, okay, so That's, that's unacceptable. for a number of reasons, but they're definitely supposed to like clean the ice when that happens. First
0: of all, yes, they're supposed to, so that was wrong. Secondly, that's a biohazard. They're all, like, that's just evil. Like, that's just actually, like, bad. Like, that's morally reprehensible to just be like, oh, well, the game needs to keep going. Like, no. Like, you need to clean up someone's fucking bodily fluids because they, like, almost died on the ice. Yeah.
1: And Eric Johnson, who I have never loved more than when I read the transcript of this interview. What on King of never pulling punches. Just, like gave this absolutely like expletive ridden rant he's like that is fucking unacceptable like that man has a family and he's bleeding from the head and you're just letting play continue and like they should fucking blow
0: the whistle yeah he called he said it was literally he's like that's a fuck it's a fucking joke and it was a bad fucking call like literally he's quoted saying that and like good for him because he's right go off like that's Which he should. and
1: Bednar also, and like, Bednar is very diplomatic all the time, straight up. He's like, this is the second time this has happened to us, and I get that they're following the rule, but this is unacceptable, and the rule needs to change.
0: Yeah, and it does. And if anyone's going to cha- say that that rule doesn't need to change, like, they're either actually Satan, or that's it, that's the only possible reason. Like, anyone yeah. who could look at that and be like, oh, like, someone pointed out, they were like... Like, because some people are like, oh, well, they followed the rules. And they're like, even if that, it, like, looking at the rule, like, yeah, it is up to the ref's discretion. And that's a fucking problem because refs aren't doctors and they shouldn't have to play doctor. All of a sudden, like, the rule needs to be more hard and fast when it comes to head hits. But also they were like, how can you see a head injury and not see grave danger? Like, yeah, because, I mean, someone brought up, they were like, if he had, if something had happened and he'd been hit in the head again, like, he probably would have died. Yeah. Because they were like, that's a thing. Like, if you are concussed and then you get concussed a second time before you, like, recover from the first concussion, people die from that. Like, that's, like... Like, Matt, you basically, Matt Calvert not- literally could have died on the ice last night. And, like, that's not yeah. okay.
1: You don't know if he's got brain bleeding. You Like, so many things could have happened. Like, he took a slap shot to the side of the head. Like, best case scenario... He just had a ruptured eardrum. That's the, like, absolute best-case scenario. Yeah,
0: best-case scenario is he has a concussion. Like... Yeah. And that's, like... all Concussions are always worst-case scenario. So when that's your best-case yeah. scenario, like, we're in a bad... And, like... This is, and I think this fits well with the discussion about the guy who hit... What's-his-face with the helmet and, like, Todd Bertuzzi. Because it's, like, yes contact sports at a certain level like always carry inherent risk like but but some things go above and beyond that inherent risk when Matt Calvert signed a contract to play in the NHL he did sign up for the risk of getting hit in the head with a puck he did not sign up for the risk of just laying on the ice while play continues after you take a head to the puck because that's yeah a puck to the head sorry (laughs) like (laughs) whatever I'm just so mad
1: it's It's disgusting. It's horrifying. Um, Zach Wierenski, like totally unprompted, you know, not involved in the game at all, retweeted the video being like, this is unacceptable, play should have been blown dead.
0: He literally has no horse in this race. Like, except except for, you know, his brain.
1: Because he doesn't want to be the next person who's left to fucking bleed out on the ice.
0: Like, why does this keep happening?
1: Gonna fucking murder Gary Bettman and his stupid fucking money grubbing. We don't believe CTE is real. Players are responsible for their own risk, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, it's gross. And I'm angry as fuck about it.
1: It's awful. And reset the counter for Avs have lost a player to zero days. It has been zero days since our last bullshit. Oh, also Tyson Jost is out. That's new.
0: Yeah, missed. I don't even know what happened to him, but he's injured, so. Do we have I, any starting well, players at all? McKinnon.
1: We have Nate and Kale. And EJ. And EJ. It's, we have our defense and Nate. Like
0: <laughs> We have our defense. Nate, Kadri, Donskoy, Berkey.
1: Yeah, so we have our defense and like the original second line.
0: Yeah, Nate. Yeah. Like our entire third line. Although Nate line did was almost right. get into a physical altercation with a ref last night, so that was hit or mit- that was uh questionable there for a little while.
1: <laughs> but like our entire third line was AHL call-ups last night. Our goalie was our fifth string goalie. <laughs> this is I I don't think we've played a game in November where we haven't lost a player for at least a game.
0: Yeah, because we haven't had McKinnon the whole time. He did go off with an injury in a game. Yeah. It wasn't a back. severe injury. like. But that same game was the one where Z got
1: a puck to the face. Yeah. I don't know. Like, everything is bad. Yeah. Tune in next week when we broadcast from jail because we've been sent to jail for murdering Gary
0: Bateman. For real, though. Uh, Speaking of murder, uh, Mike Babcock. So.
1: Fuck you, Mike Babcock.
0: I'm not actually going to murder anyone because I don't know where any of these people are.
1: Toronto. We can get both. I'm pretty sure Gary Bedman hangs out in Toronto. I don't know. Mm, genius.
0: Anyway, Tyson Berry has a quote from this... Is it from this week? I think it's from this week. That yeah, or I just became aware of it this week. But he said that he is feeling down right now and he feels... He tries his best to leave it on the ice, but he can't, and that he feels pretty hopeless and that he... And he
1: never felt like this before in his career. I would like to direct you all to the uh time season in which we had forty eight points and were the worst team in the league. Even then, when he had Matt Duchesne no longer like talking to the team and the abs were embarrassingly bad.
0: He when Patrick Law said that he was so bad at defense that he made him play on the wing, even though that's like not and it failed miserably because it didn't work. But like, that happened and he still feels worse now. Yeah. Give him back or let him fucking play the game that he's really fucking good at.
1: Also, like, the Leafs, I think, have not won a game in regulation in November.
0: Yeah, because they suck.
1: So uh, perhaps Mike Babcock needs to go because with the lineup as stacked as they are, even when John Tavares was out for like three weeks, they should not be losing every game. No,
0: the team is way too talented. It is clearly a coaching issue. Yeah. None of the players are being utilized the way that they should be, and that's the problem. No,
1: fucking Cody Cece leads the team in ice time. Like, you have asked, Austin Matthews getting like, 12 minutes of ice time a night if i was as bad at my job as mike babcock is at his i would have been fired months ago
0: (laughs) yes and they yeah he's just bad he's so bad at his job just awful we hate him
1: so bad let my poor boy Tyson out of this, this hell. There are already trade rumors. Apparently, people have called about him, but the Leafs don't want to get rid of him yet, allegedly. Probably because they can't fucking afford to replace him. <sighs> You're and apparently, totally right. He hasn't asked for a trade, but.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll definitely get traded, almost certainly. I imagine that they will probably trade him before they let him walk in free agency. Cause they know they can't afford him and they're yeah. not utilizing him. So he's not helping the team enough. So he'll probably get traded. Um, unfortunately, probably not back to us, which sucks. Cause I would love to have him back. Um, yeah. I don't know where he'll go, but hopefully somewhere that'll let him fucking do his job. He's so good when you use him the way he plays. He's an offensive defenseman like when you, you have to give him those opportunities. He
1: should be in cold with your team.
0: It doesn't work. Yeah. I'm so angry.
1: Hockey oh, made me so angry this week. Yeah.
0: Um On Tuesday, we played the Jets. We kicked ass and took names, and it was that was a great game. It was great, except it also had a horrifying start because um, Francois got uh, took a puck to the head and was like literally looked like he was dead on the ice. Like was not moving, not like was on the ice, like clearly in pain. Like was just laying on the ice, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, is he okay? And there was, like, no movement for, like, at least a solid minute. Like, it was truly terrifying.
1: It was, like, a minute and a half. It was, like, 90 seconds of him being completely still.
0: The whole whole crowd in Winnipeg was dead silent. Like, no one was making a sound because everyone was just like, oh, my God, did we just witness a death?
1: I was legitimately concerned that that had happened. Yeah. Because Shifley ran into him. He, like, landed on his head. His head went down into the bar. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he just got, like, absolutely wiped out. he just laid there.
0: It was the most terrifying thing. um, You could hear it because it was under a hot mic. But Shifley, like, turned to a ref and was like, I was pushed. And, like, the ref, literally, you could just hear him go... No, you weren't, and I'm not arguing with you. Like, the ref gave no fucks. Yeah. Like, he was like, shut he, the fuck yeah. up. I'm not here for this. Yeah. Like, like first of all, Sam Gerard, like 170 something right pound Sam Gerard, did not push six foot something, 200 something pound Mark Shifley into anyone because he's not that strong. Like, that's not how physics works. He-
1: he did sort of trip, I'll give him that. Like, he didn't mean to run him over. No, he wasn't trying like, to
0: kill him, but, like,
1: was he was not wasn't... the time or place to be arguing.
0: No, and also, like, he wasn't pushed like, full strength into the player. Like, he could have, like, tried to slow himself down when he saw that's what was happening, and he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So that sucked, but the Avs uh, put Warner in. It was his first ever NHL game, and it was a fucking shutout. So that was pretty badass. Um,
1: 40-shot shutout. Yeah. So somehow, despite the fact that we won 4-0, Winnipeg had 40 shots on us, and I'm
0: pretty sure Adam Warner's eyebrows made some of his saves. Like, it was unreasonable. It was ridiculous. Like, he was truly incredible. Um, It was amazing. Like, I'm so proud of him. Like that was excellent. Um yeah. They also they so they had to because our main goalie was
1: out and our second string was in, they suited up the emergency backup goalie. So we got like a little bio on the emergency backup goalie.
0: Just like chilling on the abs bench, looking very concerned and like confused and yeah. bewildered.
1: <laughs> he looked very overwhelmed. He's like, oh, motherfucker. Like, I, was <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just here for the free film
0: tickets. Look, like, oh my God.
1: He like, he's probably sitting there going, I don't want to be killed by Mark Shifley. That is <laughs> oh my-
0: probably what he was thinking.
1: Werner's first save of the game was a Patrick Line like, missile right at him.
0: Yeah, these weren't just, like, 40, like, mediocre saves. Like, these were, like, incredible shots. Yeah,
1: it was outstanding.
0: So, then we played the Oilers. We started Werner, he got pulled, and we replaced him with Bubo, which was a choice. We still lost yeah. by but a lot. Leicester
1: was, like... It wasn't
0: even Werner's fault. Like, no, those were We all shouldn't have shots. been pulled.
1: It was just our defense forgot.
0: No one on the team was playing well. The only reason that I think was morally valid for pulling Werner, and I think this is why they actually did it, is he was visibly getting discouraged. Like, I think he was yeah, really frustrated. I,
1: mean, if I had let in four goals in the first period, I would also be like, mm, this is terrible.
0: Yeah. So, like, I, I get why they pulled him, but it wasn't his fault. Out. Uh, yeah. The Avs played like shit. Except for Burkowski, we, who got two we goals We
1: did outshoot them, but they were four for six on the power play.
0: We Conor actually McKinney didn't play badly. Play. We played badly. We got a bunch of penalties and then uh, didn't use, like, take advantage of any of our power plays. That's what happened. Like, yeah. we just, I our special teams dropped down. Yeah.
1: I need to have a word with Ryan Graves. I love him. But if he takes one more stupid penalty, I will fly to Colorado for the sole purpose of punching him in his beautiful face.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. He needs to calm down. I don't know what happened because he's not. I don't remember him being like this all the time.
1: He had one, two, three. He had three penalties. That period. Like, unreasonable.
0: That's absurd. Um yeah. Then there was the Canucks game which we won in overtime. That was That was game.
1: They shouldn't have gotten their third goal, so it shouldn't have been tied, so it should not have gone to overtime. But whatever. Yeah. Um, that was bad. Yeah. It was terrible. Also, Ryan Graves got, like...
0: A bunch of penalties. Two.
1: Okay, he only had two more penalties, but he had two in the first period.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And one of them, the Canucks scored on, so...
1: Yeah. I think I screamed a lot at my TV about that one. Like, this is why you fucking... I think I said I hope you feel bad about what you did. (laughs) I think that's what I yelled at him.
0: Amazing. Um, yeah. Coming up, the Avs play on Tuesday against the Flames in Calgary.
1: Yeah.
0: On Thursday, they play the Wild in Minnesota. And then on Saturday, then
1: Saturday.
0: Tyson Barry. Tyson Berry home. I'm already so emotional just thinking about it.
1: I'm. There is literally no way I'm going to be able to keep my shit together.
0: I'm going to cry. Like, I'm crying just thinking about it. Like, I'm definitely going to cry.
1: I hate it so much. I have no idea what to expect about any of those games.
0: Nope. Um, we should beat the Wild. So the
1: flame, if
0: the we flames don't beat the Wild, I'll be like, game. what the fuck? Yeah.
1: The Flames are on a three-game losing streak, so like they're going to be out for blood. Uh, also, also, we, we might, don't might have a not team. have any players. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. We don't have a team. It's going to be That's the fucking like, Flames the- versus the Colorado Eagles. So. Yeah, I was going to say...
1: Plot twist: They're gonna fly all of the Eagles out for that game. Literally, like Nathan McKinnon and the Eagles.
0: (laughs) That's literally our team right now. It's like Nathan McKinnon, Nazem Kadri, like Burakovsky, and the Eagles beat Judas Donskoy. What are
1: we gonna do for our top line now? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Like we're I. I hate this so much
0: everything is terrible
1: who else, like, who else is even worth calling if we call up AJ Greer so help me go no.
0: you think Ian Cole and Ryan Graves take stupid penalties so help me God. although AJ Greer probably would have fought one of the refs last night and it would have been bad for us in the long run but it would have felt good
1: It would have been very cathartic. (laughs) My soul would have enjoyed that. (sighs) Holy fuck. So, I might feel okay about that. The wilds suck, but I feel like we always choke
0: when we play the wild, so... They'll also... I don't know. Will there be any fights? There's no one to fight, and no one wants to sacrifice themselves. Like...
1: If we call up AJ Greer, he'll fight. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. Maybe they'll finally fucking call up Shane Bowers like they should have in the first place.
1: Ooh, I think i on board with that. Who knows? Um, and then the Leafs, like if the Leafs play like the Leafs, we'll win. then we're gonna win but also i feel like we can't count out nate being so heartbroken at being Mm -hmm. reminded that tyson barrett isn't on his team anymore that he just like collapses at center ice and cries for 60 minutes and i
0: don't even know we can't discount the possibility of tyson and nate both mysteriously falling ill and uh not playing that night so that they can like go to have a date in date yeah <laughs> like
1: I don't know man all I know is I'm not prepared for another week of hockey like I realize it's November but we need a bye week
0: uh, yeah, it's we November and play. I need a nap. Like I'm tired and like it we're not we're not even two months into the season. Like it yeah. feels like it's been so long. Like I feel like I've been here forever. I'm usually different... not at this point this early in the season. Like this is bad.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um Tune in next week when hopefully no more abs players are injured. And maybe even some of them will be back. Grubauer has been practicing with the team. Delmar has been playing. The Doroth has been playing.
0: So some of the injured Francis- players we've had have come back.
1: Yeah. Franzuz is at least um, traveling with the team. And well, I he think has he's to. He on already ice. on
0: the trip.
1: Yeah. But, like, they didn't, I don't think they sent him back, but they might have.
0: I don't think so, but maybe.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: I am looking forward to any update on Matt Calvert's condition, because I'm very worried about yeah, him.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen anything today.
0: Mm-mm. All I've seen is, like, literally every sports network being like, What? <laughs> I have not I have not seen seen a single sympathetic take to like the refs or the league everyone is just like what
1: Sports Canada retweeted um Eric Johnson's like that was a fucking joke of a call like that should have been better it's not just Avalanche fans that are mad about this like Like,
0: everyone's like this is ridiculous yeah I saw a Maple Leafs fan today be like hey I don't even go here but I just saw that clip (laughs) I was like yeah it's bad it's so bad people who don't even know who Matt Calvert is have strong feelings about this like yeah it's bad
1: it's unacceptable and I mean they're all reasonably like okay which one of my players is this gonna happen to now since clearly the
0: NHL doesn't give a single fuck yeah cause the NHL just put out like oh well that's what the rule says like that was their response to what happened yeah
1: So, Elliot Friedman, who I really like to follow... um, I like Elliot Friedman. Straight up, he tweeted, like, 4-3 abs, Canucks goal, um, and then just a screenshot of that block of the rule being like, perhaps they should have done something.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Sports were a mistake, friends. Yeah. Sports were a mistake.
0: Me surrounded by all of my sports gear sitting in a chair going, Sports were a mistake. (laughs) Yeah. It's true though. Tune in next week. and I don't even want to tell you to tune in next week. I'm afraid. Who knows?
1: Uh, yeah. Next week's canceled. Hockey is canceled. We'll see you next season.
0: Yep. Sorry, guys. Trashcast is over. (laughs) Just kidding. What would I do if I didn't have random people that apparently like to listen to me scream? I
1: don't know. Honestly, we'd just
0: still do this. Yeah, we'd still do it. We would just scream anyway, and no one would listen, and it'd be fine. Except for my mom. Hi, mom. (laughs) She always listens. (laughs)
1: That's adorable. We love a supportive mom.